bows and bow ties. So, hey, this is the black painted woman, also known as a bow, coming from the woman who is um, trademarked. So, just have to throw that out there. So, look, money a black painted woman is trademarked now. But yeah, look. Um, so I had a few spare cycles yesterday at work. We're in this um, planning thing we do for a couple weeks for the quarter. And uh, there's a lot of breakout rooms and blah, blah, blah. So I was in between sessions and I was having a conversation with people who don't like me. They were younger, nice people. Um, somehow we were having a conversation about, it actually started about, is there a difference between being black and biracial? Does it even matter? And I'm sitting here thinking about, like, I started off with, like, well, that just that statement is, like, black and biracial are not the same thing. So, like, well, is the person biracial if they're black in another race? I'm like, if they're black in another race, they are biracial. If you're two races, they're biracial. I said, first of all, even having a conversation about race is so dumb because it's nothing more than a construct. If anything, we're more really concerned with phenotype. But I said, I digress. We don't really need to go there. So the the group of individuals who were, I think, trying to learn and understand, um, there was a discussion about, like, what's the difference if somebody is black and if they have a black parent and a white parent? I'm like, if they have a black parent and a white parent, then they are biracial. They're like, so they're not black. I'm like, no. I said, the reason why you would make or you would claim to be black if you have a white parent and a black black parent is basically, um, I said, depending on who you're talking to, I said, what happens is white people do that. They're the ones who set that up. I said, they're protecting your, I said, white people do that to protect whiteness. Anything that's not from both parents, both white parents is considered that other thing. And I'm like, you're protecting whiteness. You know, people paused. I wasn't even trying to hold court. But the, the, the pregnant pause, it was almost like, I was like, it's protecting whiteness. So after the pregnant pause, because, you know, I was like, I don't care. um, I was like, yes. I said, why would you, if if you're biracial and say I'm white, then you're excluding the the so-called black side. If you're black and you are biracial, I mean, if you're biracial and you say that you're black, you're excluding white. I said, being biracial is not bad. It's not good. It's nothing. It just is. Just like. The same thing with being white. It's not bad. It's not good. It just is. Same thing with being black. It's not bad. It's not good. It just is. You just are. So um, when I had to explain it like that, and I was trying to keep it basic, and then there were some other questions that came out of it. I said, well, look, this is the thing. It is my job to do the labor for you. You have access to the same um, educational resources. I said, you go read some books. And then there was another pause. I said, I should never know more about you. and You don't know that much about me. Somehow we got onto the conversation. Um, I was talking about the black church and why it's important. Contrary to what all these new age people out here believe, by the way. Okay. 
I said, do you want to know why the black church is so important? So I was explaining about why um, I've had several conversations with white people. One of them was like, why do your children go to a black church? I said, do you know why we have black churches? I said, that's where we get all our education. This is where we're affirmed. I said, there's a reason why in the United States, when the whole George Floyd thing happened, uh, people were shocked. There's a black national anthem. There's this, there's that. There was there was Rosewood, there was blah, 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 there was Tulsa rights, and I was like, they were shocked. They, they, like, all kinds of stuff came out. People were like, what? I was like, oh, yes. I said, we have to go to our churches to learn those things. Even the way we sing happy birthday is different. This is where we get our affirmation about who we are. My children can be affirmed. I mean, I affirm my children at home, but I said, this is where education happens for us. Not the only place. But it is one of the sources. I said the importance of the black church back in the day was that's where, especially after Reconstruction, was, you know, that's where we learned to read. I said that's where it was so important because we were denied the ability to read. We had to learn how to read. So that's why we have black churches, you know. Well, that's not the only reason why. Let me rephrase that. I don't want anyone thinking that I'm going against God or Jesus and the Trinity. But what I'm saying is it was a multi-purpose thing. I didn't even get into this, but like, that's where we help people get registered to vote. That's where we had people learn how to read, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I explained, I said, you know, the church was instrumental in multiple things and helping to affirm our identity and giving us opportunities and some other things. Anyway, so after having this short little history lesson. I don't even want to call it history lesson, but you know, and I don't usually like to go around teaching people all the time because I don't feel like it's my job, but I had cycles yesterday. There was a lot of pausing and staring, like turning around and really leaning in type thing. But my main thing was where I was going was we were talking about black versus biracial. And I was like, black is black. They were like, well, you, I said, they made a comment about like, well, one guy mentioned that he has a sister who has a, a child by a black guy, a marriage of black guy, whatever. And they're like, well, she had a black child. Like, no, she did not. She had a biracial child. I said, and that's okay. I said, a white woman can never, ever, ever have a black child. No more than I can have a white child, even though by, well, black people can have children who look white but what i am saying is if we're talking based on race you know being that it is a construct i was explaining a white woman cannot birth a black child she can birth a biracial child it's literally that so then they were like they had the aha moment at least some of them did they were like oh i was like oh my gosh then I had a conversation, you know, I explained about how a friend of mine had been asked about why are so many um, black people so angry and I'm trying to make things better and blah, blah, blah. And I said, I hear a lot of I, I was explaining this story. You may have heard me talk about this in another video, maybe uh, a year or so ago. I said, there's a lot of I in, in those statements and everybody's looking at us like, it's, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. And why won't they? I said, you know, it's very easy for people now that they're ready to move forward. I said, black people have the right to be angry just like white people and not want to deal with people. Um, I said, but the thing is, so we, we, I started to 
to peel the onion back a little more and explain. I said, let me tell you something. So many people think that, oh, I have black friends. I'm like, do you really? I said, well, how many, how many people have, 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 I mean, how many black people have come to your home? They're like, I have black people come to my house all the time. I was like, okay, not a problem. I'm like, oh, and when you're hanging out, are, are they, are you hanging out and, and there with a whole bunch of people who look like you? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay. I was like, let me ask you a question. Has it ever occurred to you that all of your interactions with black people are in, in white settings? I said, because you do understand when I leave my, my, my home every day, I go to a place where there's white employment and I shop in white stores and my children go to white schools, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I said, has it ever occurred to you that when you're dealing with black people that you're not entering their spaces, you're not going to their schools, you're not going to their churches, you're not going to their stores, you're not going into their homes. See, because it's easy because everyone has to come into your spaces. So oftentimes we have white people who are delusional and misguided. And they're like, well, I have black friends. I'm like, well, all your black friends are, are, are maneuvering in white spaces. I said, what you don't realize is that many of us, when we leave home, we are definitely code switching. Well, actually, to be honest, everyone code switches because you should when you go to work versus how you are at home. But more specifically, you know, black people are the greatest actors and actresses in the world because we have to code switch and tone police oftentimes. That got, then it got quiet on that. And they were like, oh, I said, oh, yes. I said, I'm code switching right now. Because <laughs> you know I could be a little bit on the petty side. So I'm like, I'm code switching right now. I'm like, now the way I am at home and the way I am at work, well, obviously I should code switch, right? Like I shouldn't be too comfortable. But more so, oh, most definitely, I don't trust those hoes. And, you know, I shouldn't call people hoes. Now we're going to age it. I mean, look, that's my name. I'm like, I need to stop. I think that when I made that comment, and it was like so many people were gut punched. They were like, oh. Like, so I had to explain that when we are, we are coming into white spaces on a daily basis. And oftentimes white people are so oblivious because they're like, but I have friends. I'm like, all of your friends exist in your spaces. That's not to say that you're not friends, but do understand there's always but so much you can be given if they're if, if we're always coming into your spaces, your schools, your workplaces, your your stores, whatever. Your 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 doctor facilities, doctor facilities, hospitals. <laughs> I said doctor facilities. You know what I meant. So I said. So what happens is we are in, we are maneuvering in your spaces and we are code switching. Okay. I was like, and so for you to ask me if there's the same thing between black and biracial, I said, I don't understand where the confusion is. I said, the only reason why there's confusion is when um, you don't realize that you're protecting whiteness. That's why when you say, hey, this person is black, even though they have a biracial, I mean, they have a, a white parent or Asian parent or whatever, I'm like, you're protecting, as long as it's, if, if you're not white, you're that. 
So having to explain that and people were like, literally like, oh, I was like, yeah, it's, it's protecting whiteness. Having a white parent and a black parent, actually that biracial child should not be excluding anything. I don't care how you identify. I'm telling you what you are. You can identify as whatever you want. You can identify yourself as a purple monster for all I care because everybody identifies as everything now. Um, I just say that when I had these conversations, apparently I, I just set off a ripple in the universe, honey, because people are like, oh, I'm like, oh, yes. Um, but getting people to understand why uh, they say these things, they're like, well, I don't think it makes a difference. I'm like, of course you wouldn't think it made a difference. And I said, look, I don't have time to you know, deep dive into the, these conversations because they are layered and nuanced because I had to go, um, just, just, I, I was my, I had to go to another session, um, shortly, but it was interesting. Um, how I, they kept saying, but what about blah, blah, blah. I said, well, I would challenge you to go read some books. I said, you cannot expect me to do all this educating for you. I'm like, you're putting the emotional labor on me to educate you. I said, so you have access to the same resources that everyone else. And, you know, and then, and then people got quiet. I think there was a little bit of um, a little bit of a reality check. Right. Because they all did not look like me. And so nevertheless, after I was, um, I set them out on their way, shocking the universe and all that. Oh, my goodness. We protect whiteness. <laughs> you know, I had to go to my um, session. Um which was in a different room than what um, Rick got room than some of these individuals. Nevertheless, hey, I didn't even plan to educate. You know, a, a buddy of mine always put me on to this quote by Dr. John Henry Clark. I debate only my equals. All others I educate. Now, I don't even feel like I need to educate half the time because I'm too tired. I'm old. I'm 46. So I feel like, look, white people... Y'all need to go ahead and read some books. Reading is fundamental. And let me just say something else since I'm on my little soapbox before I hop off. You know, the thing that they don't get, they were shocked when I said, I made a comment about a coworker of mine was really ticked off about something the previous week. And I said, all the black people knew. I said, the white people were none the wiser. And they were like, I said, yes, we can say a whole lot without saying anything. And I didn't get a chance to... Um, explain i said you know i said white people don't even i, I started to and i had to rhyme but where I, where I wanted to go with it was i'm like white people need to start learning by heuristics because black people do all the time we we see so many things we we see the signs stuff like that so we know things for what it is we know when people are speaking and they are committing microaggressions whether they know it or not it doesn't matter the microaggression is committed or has been committed. And so, like, I always say that people need to be mindful of learning through heuristics. And when people are like, well, what is that? It's like those little rules of thumb. They're not necessarily facts, but there's certain things you just know. Like, there's this running joke I have with certain people because I don't see some of my other black coworkers as often because we're on a different floor in this building or whatever. But when we see each other, you know, we always get the big little head nod just to be silly, right? Because we're being silly. But we understand when I make the comment, I'm like, okay, we may want to break because the census is getting too high. Now we don't, but there's this running joke, but we get what that means. 
there's just these little rules of thumb of like when you're observing the people around you. And so basically, I feel like oftentimes those who don't look like me don't have to observe because their surrounding is full of them. But because I'm the one who's always like the odd woman out, um, I have to be, you know, observant, vigilant, all that good stuff. But anyway, so when I made the comment that um, we need to basically, you know, I, I made the comment that, I'm sorry, my, my co-worker was mad about something. And, you know, we could tell based on one of the things that he said. I was like, and this co-worker is usually so even killed. I said, now, I said, you would never know. That's not how he behaves. But when he was mad and there's certain things he says, I said, look, we pick up on different things. Anyway, so look, go ahead and leave a comment. Um, yeah, I set off ripples in the universe. <laughs> they were like, oh, we protect whiteness. <laughs> it's like America is messed up. And oh, and one last thing. I was talking about um, interracial dating and stuff like that. And I was like, this is the thing. I, I, I just don't care that much, to be honest, because I do believe that people need to rock with people who care about them and all sort of stuff. I said the only issue I have in the United States is that people need to go into situations aware and just cognizant that, like, everyone in the United States is all effed up. Everyone's messed up because of the history uh, of this country and things that are so important in our society. So I'm like, you have to know that like everyone's got biases. Heck, I have biases. Um, and you try to work through them, but definitely white people do. I said, as long as people are aware that they have them and you try to work it out, I say, Hey, go be happy. Don't, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. You know, I like what I like, but I also am not, um, opposed to people finding love with other groups of people. Because at the end of the day, if I'm going by the word, we are all his people. So, anyway, that's pretty much it. Um, maybe I'll go shock the world again today. Probably not, because I usually don't even want to have these conversations because they're so layered and nuanced. And I don't want to have to provide a bite-sized nugget to someone that they can take out of context. And, you know, and... Um, I'm like, go read some books and go be around black people. If you want to know about black people, you got to spend time around black people. We we spend tons of time around white people on a daily basis. If you want to know about black people, you got to go get in black people's spaces. Go get in their spaces. Go talk to them. Go observe them. See what their culture is like. You know, eat their food. Attend their churches. Not during it, just during election time. You, you got to go in black spaces. It's the same thing with any group of people. You want to understand about, you know, Korean culture? Well, then you need to spend time with them. Now, they're a very closed culture, by the way. I do have Korean friends, and let me tell you. Very closed culture, very racist culture. They'll tell you in a second, yeah, they're very racist. <laughs> it's like, yes, you are. Uh, and they're trying to work through some things in their own culture. They, I mean, especially the ones who've been here, um, Second generation, I would say even even some first generation children, the ones that are in my age group or who may have come over when they were really young, they, they know, they see it for what it is. They know they are racist. If they, it's come out of their mouth, they're like, we have a really racist culture. Now, look, this was said to me. I wish I had my banner, but 
what I'm going to do for the protection of myself. Everything I say is alleged until proven to be true or untrue. It's all alleged. Anyway, so where I'm going with it is, if you want to know anything about black people, you have to get in black spaces. I said what I said. All right. Leave a comment. Try not to be too ignorant. 